This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. It's something for the weekend time. Villa are back in circulation after having a, a wee FA Cup break. Joining me to discuss the upcoming clash against Leicester City, Mr. Chris Bird. Welcome back. Hello, sir. How you doing? All right, not too bad. Uh, I went away for a couple of days to Dublin to visit a family member and my new nephew. Congratulations, and how his small person? Very well, very well, actually. People say, you know, when you go away to, you know, especially Dublin, they go, oh, have a good time, you know, have, you know, make, you know, because they just presume you're just going to be on the Guinness having a crack. But, you know, I'm, I'm babysitting. I'm also walking the dog who got constipated. So, uh, <laughs> on, on the coastline of Dublin, you may have seen, if you're, if you live in Dublin and live in this kind of area, you may have seen somebody pulling a turd out of a dog's ass, uh, in broad daylight. <laughs> that was me. And then throwing it in the river. <laughs> There's probably a villa metaphor in there somewhere, but I don't know where. <laughs> and the dog actually started to chase. And I was like, no, 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 don't. You're not chasing your own turds to bring them back. Oh, God. Anyway, this is lowering the tone uh, right away. Apologies to any uh, sensitive, non-dog loving uh, listeners out there. But yeah, that was my uh, weekend. Uh, involved oh, a good. lot of caring for uh, animals and humans in need. That's what we do on this podcast as well. Right, coming up. Something for the weekend is just a quick primer for the weekend's business, which takes place for a change at three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. I think, is it three out of the next four Villa Park games? I believe so, yeah, other than Arsenal, Palace, yeah. Palace and Bournemouth also uh, yep. to be enjoyed. I mean, the weather's been pretty good. Well, it's pretty good in Dublin. Hopefully it'll be a nice sunny yeah. day uh, for this one, although there's going to be a big freeze on its way. No. So the uh, the tabloids would have you believe. Right, we like to uh, kick off proceedings to bring ourselves up to date by having a Villa Minute. Right, are you ready to go on this one? We've got a big pile of watches, I'll just use one of these. 
to time it. Uh, I'll count you in. Are you ready? I am. Three, two, one, go. Villa travelled to the south coast to take on the Saints after the hard-fought victory against Leeds the week before. There were minus top scorer Danny Ings, who'd been sold to extinguish any hopes of Villa qualifying for Europe. A strong Ooh. starting lineup looked in good form from the off. Neat, tidy and penetrating without the killer pass or finish. And despite an offside goal for Southampton, it was Villa in control at the break. Ward-Prowse did have the ball in net with a lucky deflected shot, but it was ruled out due to a foul on Jacob Ramsey. VAR correctly doing its job. Look on Villa's side. After backs to the wall defending and Martinez heroics between the sticks, Villa smelt blood with a late foray into Southampton's third. A Louis free kick was headed in by the tireless Ollie Watkins for what proved to be the winner. It was five league wins in seven for Emery since arriving as his upwardly mobile Villa sat just three points off sixth place at the end of the match week. Three wins out of three on the road for the new boss. With the weekend off due to the FA Cup embarrassment at the hands of Stevenage, attention turned to bolstering the squad, clearing the deadwood and preparing for the business end of the season. After the hype and social media hysteria, the transfer window shut with no further incomings to add to the moves for Moreno and Duran. Unless you count the recall of forgotten man Bertrand Traore, who returned to Villa apart from his loan spell with a new Turkish smile and hairline as Emery looked to bolster squad numbers. Then Emery ruthlessly went about culling his fringe players. Out on loan went Aaron Ramsey, Cameron Archer, Marvellous Nakamba and Morgan Sanson, while Bednarak and Augustinson had their Villa loans terminated. Frederick Gilbert, meanwhile, was packed out like a piece of meat to a Strasbourg abattoir. It's now the first of a few upcoming three o'clock Saturdays at Villa Park for the first time since April as Emery's men entertain the Foxes. Leaner and meaner the order of the day? We'll see. Can he get us over the line first? to the top half of the table and then touch word into Europe we shall find out right team news uh, going into the game against the Foxes uh, McGinn uh, Lucas Dean also back in the matchday squad which uh, does bolster a bench that was looking a bit uh, frail against Southampton admittedly you'd expect Duran the new signing to also be on the bench but he's, uh, as well as coming into a new situation, he's very much ring rusty as well because he hasn't played since October as well, has he? No, so it'll be, I would, you'd envisage a, a fleeting cameo for him. I don't think you'll be expecting much. Yeah, I think if it's going well, if we're a couple of goals up, that's a scenario you might see him. And uh, yeah. maybe if we're desperado chasing a game, you might see him as well. Stia, Trore and... Diego Carlos won't feature. Just very quickly, opinion on Bertrand Troy coming back? I think it's the right move. Just in terms of numbers, I don't mind him. I think it gives us a little bit of variety. Because he's tall, you can play him down the middle if you're in a really bad situation. And you can, he just gives you another option, doesn't it? A little bit of variety in the matchday squad. So I'm all for it. Yeah, he's he's scored some of the better goals, Aston Villa goals, years. in recent seasons. So uh, that's all good. He, I like the unpredictability he kind of brings. Also, mm-hmm. when you're paying for a wide man, sometimes they're kind of luxury players. You can get dazzled by uh, you know a few highlights, but there's a lot more... To consider nowadays in terms of tracking back, strengthening, you know, the flank defensively as well. Mm-hmm. So the prices that some of these wingers uh, go for, you're better off doing better due diligence uh, for the summer, and you might as well get Troy back because if you drop in thirty million on a flop and he's exactly. No- giving you nothing more than Truro would, then why do it? Yeah, exactly. And it's, you know, we all, well, not we all, but many will coo on Twitter about these sort of hipstery players from the far-flung reaches of the world who they think they're an expert on, of which they're potentially probably no better than Traore. Traore knows the club. He knows a lot of the, obviously, the players. Yeah. You'd think he'll slot in, and, and, I, and I believe Emery knows him from his days at Lyon. It's low risk, isn't it? But also, we do need an extra body, so it makes sense. Yes. Yeah, agreed. And they've got and they've got Kessler's back, of course, from uh, from his loans. So that's another sort of in the match day squad. Although I don't expect him to feature too much. 
Yeah, and you know, Truray can bring some magic to the party uh, at can, this level. So uh, it's not as if he's uh, acclimatizing to the league either. Right. I think Emery has had a had a few words about Duran and how he's going to be. It's really he's going to school, isn't he? It's it's a big learning curve for him. But yeah. sometimes people yeah. say that if you know if you got that if you got the raw physical assets, you, you can be dropped in and and add something to the equation. I'm mean, not from a starting point of view because there's a lot of technical analysis and learning to be done in terms of how we play. But uh, in terms of ten minute cameos or whatever, uh, that is part of the learning, isn't it? It's not something that uh, you, you need to spend months at the club to be able to play ten minutes as a sub. No, and, and I think a, a bit like Truro, he gives us a little bit of variety. He's obviously a bit taller than Watkins I think the rawness and the enthusiasm and probably the fearlessness that you get with young players might be a might be a help to Villa where you can sort of just throw him on and throw him at the opposition and see what happens the exuberance of youth I think they call it if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers with Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah. Right, so Leicester, how are we looking recently against them? Uh, used to be a bit of a challenge, but we seem, I think since we knocked them out of the uh, the League Cup in that semi-final, we've, we have kind of even Stevens, aren't we? Yes. One, two, lost two, drawn one. In terms of Villa Park games, we won the last one, two, one, but lost the one before that, uh, two, one. Yep. I mean, we, we got beat by Leicester 4-0 after, uh, well, two months after we knocked them out of the League Cup in the semi-final. Well, it was the last game before um, lockdown, wasn't it, of course? Yeah, but I watched Leicester against Forrest uh, on a scouting mission for this show, and I wasn't impressed at all. Forrest won 2-0, and I just thought, if Filler have got anything about them this season, if, if they want to finish top half, they've got to beat Leicester at home. Mm-hmm. Leicester, it's like almost like uh, the team they had 
Well, it, it's almost like it's the second generation of the team that won the league, and it was good enough to win that FA Cup. And it's almost like they haven't really, they don't know where to go next. I mean, they're still playing Vardy, mm. 56 years old Vardy up front on his own in some of their formations. It seems to be their favoured. Uh, they've played two up top. Uh, I think the last time was that recent draw against uh, Brighton at home. They played Dewsbury Hall and Vardy uh, as a kind of a two. But before that, they've they've been playing similar again to us, uh, you know, the two deep sitters, three behind Vardy uh, in Barnes, Tillemans, uh, Perez. Although Dewsbury Hall sometimes drops back uh, as a number 10 as well. I mean, Vardy's done well against us uh, in the past, but, you know, he's, he's a fading light, is he not? And I think the way we defend where, you know, those years when we first came up and Smith's team would play a ludicrously high line and let him run behind quite naively. Yeah. I think Emery's smarter than that. Perez from Leicester, who was, who was doing reasonably well before, he's, he's gone now. He's out to, uh, I think it's Batiste. Yeah, Spain. I don't think I don't think their defence is what it used to be, and you know, even to the I think Schmeichel was almost kind of a talisman figure, and he, he he's had yeah. some great games against us in the past. Well, it was a really good atmosphere, wasn't it? The home game last year It was probably one of the better atmospheres, just because we spent basically forty five minutes with Schmeichel in front of the whole end getting bagged out. Because yeah. <laughs> I remember when uh, I think it was an FA Cup game where we played them fairly close together. Was it the FA Cup where we went to the final? We beat we, Leicester en route. We played them twice in a few weeks. We beat them both yeah. 2-1 in both games. And Schmeichel was excellent in, uh, I think it was the FA Cup game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that game would have been a cricket score if it wasn't for him. That was the first time that I thought, actually, he's legitimately, well, he, a very good shot stopper, shall we say, mm-hmm. uh, at least. So I think they've lost a little bit of luster there because he was a prime mover figure, and obviously their goalkeeper, when they've won silverware as well. So this is, a, I think, I think it's a shadow of its former self. Leicester is an aura, and uh, I think so. And they are in trouble. Uh, they are legitimate uh, relegation candidates uh, based on that performance uh, against Forest. I mean, decent result, I think, to get a draw against Brighton. And they drew at Leeds, didn't they? As well. If you want a kind of a litmus test in the Premier League, if you're getting points off Brighton, I think you're doing well. Or a point. I think I think they're not a bad side, Leicester. It's on their day, isn't it? It's, you just don't quite know what they're at. But I think it's one of those games where if you're at it, you should be winning this one. And if Villa have aspirations like they say they do, a bit like Southampton, a bit like Leeds, you need to be getting the job done here. Yeah. You know, so I'm just coughing. No one's, not, no, no one's naive enough to think you aren't going to get a competitive game. But you've had a bit of prep time. You should have your house in order. Get the job done. Frankly. And it's, it's what we said before. You look at uh, if you want more than a manager bounce, you need to see Emery, Emery's Villa taking care of Southampton and Leicester. And uh, yep. if we complete the job against Leicester before, it gives you a good platform against Arsenal and Manchester City to have a go in yeah, the next agreed. couple of games. Yeah. Because it is going to be very unlikely, unless the likes of Chelsea and Liverpool don't win this weekend, that uh, Villa can actually get into the uh, the top half of the league before the Arsenal and uh, Manchester mm. City games. You just want to keep in touch with everyone, don't you, as well? If everyone else is getting results, you need to be getting results and be in the mix, which f- f- uh, thankfully we are at the moment. But we've we've had to uh, do a lot of, let's say, the shovel work to get ourselves into the position to dig ourselves a foundation to have a go because we were, you know, we were cut adrift. And there's yep. a lot of teams in the upper, let's say, mid-upper of the table that, you know, yep. are playing under par like your Chelsea's and your Liverpool's. So, you know, they're surely going to flicker into life at some point. 
When you look at the money Chelsea have spent, surely that's going to pay dividends at some point. You think if they get their shit together, then they're going to have a they've got frightening depth. Um, yeah. It's just whether you know, it's just whether Potter can actually you know mold it into a team quickly enough. There's no uh, set equation. You you would naturally say, well, it's going to take time for them to get it together. But you know, you just look at Newcastle and uh, yep. they've turned a relegation threatened team around to uh, Champions League potential uh, within a very very short space of time. So you never know. Yep. In terms of Leicester's threats, uh, I don't know. Is Tillemans playing further forward than usual? I think so. Obviously, Madison gets involved as well. I think you're looking at Madison and Tillemans as the danger men, really. Uh, I mean, tr- well, traditionally for Villa, of course, Ian Acho always has a knack of scoring against us. So yeah, he, uh, he's not been starting too many games, but he might. They might throw him in from the start in this one. Yeah, he's been coming off the bench uh, in the recent Leicester games. Yeah, he scored the scored the winner against Warsaw in the cup, where they were dreadful to be honest for long periods. Madison hasn't been featuring. Is he injured? Didn't he play against Warsaw? He'd be started against Warsaw, so he's back now. Did you watch any of yeah. that? I saw bits of it. They weren't great. I mean, Warsaw kind of dug in and, and gave it a go. Leicester were a bit wasteful, um, but they weren't, you know, it was a sort of a scrappy get-over-the-line yeah. cup win. Obviously, Tielemans missed the uh, missed the penalty. Yeah. Mark Albrighton has set sail for West Brom on loan for the remainder of the season. He was still featuring off the bench, but 33 now. I mean, he's, he's had a good... Uh, it's, it's incredible when you look at it. He's, you know, 295 appearances in eight years with Leicester. I mean, he's one, it's one that Villa threw away again because in the Peace Cup, remember the Peace Cup preseason when we beat Juventus How in the final? <laughs> All Brighton was, that was when he was blooded. And then yep. the following season, nowhere to be seen. And you, you think, well, what, you know, why don't you have courage of your convictions? O'Neill was always a bit slow, I thought, in, uh, you know, same with Stephen Davis. He had to go elsewhere and, you know, what a career he had. Same Cahill. with uh, Cahill and Albrighton, Cahill, all going on to win league, Premier League titles. I mean, pff, there's been a bit of revisionism uh, from O'Neill when he's, you know, his book's out and he's, everybody's playing patsy to him. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he was the greatest of uh, blooding in youth and keeping them active enough to stay and keeping them active enough to develop. But, you know, that's another story. It's uh, well-trodden ground, especially with KL. But Old Brighton uh, should have been a Villa legend, but uh, is, is a Foxes legend instead. Well, I suppose he, he went to Leicester and they had an upturn. He, he could have stayed at Villa and been part of the downturn with, yeah. you know, all these other lads. So it was, it was, but you could argue that he was part of the upturn. Uh, no, no, he was, absolutely. It was it was one of those ones. He just he got the fresh the freshener in the. I think it was just you know that career crossroads that some people reach. You know, was would he have pushed on at Villa? It's it's hard to say because you know the, the fresh start might have done him really well at Leicester. It was a new sort of a new exciting team who were were on the up. Villa were you know were about to go into a bit of a slow painful decline. Yeah, because when he when he finally was getting games and you know under Julier for example, uh, you know we were playing that th- dynamic three behind the front man. You had yep. young. Downing and Albright in all swapping positions throughout the game. And, and that was when yeah. we were potentially really exciting. What we didn't do was really follow through with that concept. No. We we're having problems up front. You know, Darren Bent was injured. Gabby was, was Gabby. Yeah, Gabby was being Gabby and in, in kind of in a decline. That's when you needed Benteke. If you had Benteke up front and bloody Off, Al- Albright and, and, and Young and, you know, even Downing. Of course, yeah, Downing and Young left, didn't they, as well? So Yeah, this and I think Downing and Young really, uh, well, it destroyed what a, was a very dynamic and kind of fluid attack. You know, all of them could deliver a ball and you just wouldn't want to play against it. I remember that, you know, that game against United. Uh, yeah, well, Albrighton scored that day, didn't he? Yeah, and he, I think he hit the 
woodwork as well. I think so, yeah. I remember, you know, it, I've said it many times before, you know, Ferguson at full-time interview saying Villa should have been five or six up at, at half-time, and, and that's how yeah. it was. It, you know, it's no exaggeration, and that was a lot of it was down to All Brighton's input. Anyway, this is not the All Brighton show. You will find that on a on a Baggies podcast uh, now. <laughs> Maybe. Right, uh, so let's move to uh, Paul's panel results. You've got to be winning this one, haven't you? Yeah, and I don't want to be the kiss of death, but this feels like going back a few decades because uh, obviously we've had a decade plus of real decline where you look at a fixture and you think this is a home win for Villa and you're feeling fairly confident obviously there's work to be done but this is one where you can you should be able to pick it and say this should be a home win I don't think we should be losing it put it that way Leicester might better turn up get a draw right I, I don't I don't think no, no, we're not hedging it I'm, I'm saying this is definitive it feels like it's a home win you if you were doing your pulls you would mm-hmm. say home win. And this is as confident as it's got for a Villa fan to say that, I think, for a good few seasons. And it's been kind of weird this year where we've not tended to play too many sides when they're like bang out of form. You know, even yeah. like bottom of the table, Southampton had won, was it three on the bounce when we went there? And Leeds had had a little bit of an upturn when we played them. It was probably only United who were having a little bit of a wobble at the time. I mean, this is a Leicester team that's it needs to go into transition. It's almost like it's hanging on to yesteryear and not fully mm-hmm. embracing, right, we need to find the next incarnation, this Leicester team. Well, I think they might be about to because you saw in midweek the owner um, cleared all the debt, didn't he? It was about 190-odd million of debt that he turned into equity, which might mean that they can sort of have a bit of a rebuild. They've obviously gone and spent a bit of money. I think I saw they hadn't done any business in the January window since 2018, which if true, is that's mental. Right. They've obviously tended to be quite savvy in the summer. Um, you know, they've got a you know really good manager there, I think, in, in Rogers. But even he's kind of said, you know, we don't have the spending power of these teams that are able to pass us like Villa, West Ham, Newcastle. They're all richer clubs than us. You know, we have really punched above our weight and we're about where we should be now. It's just leveled off a little bit. It yeah. shows how good a job they'd done in previous years to be where they were. And you have to you know, doff your cap to them and say, well, they were, they were lean and mean and they had a, a good side and they, they made some brilliant decisions with their recruitment. Well, Le- Leicester, I don't want to give them too much praise, but uh, they are an inspiration for the rest of the Premier League outside of that kind of top yeah. six. And they've won every domestic honour since uh, Villa won any. So that's all you need to know about them. Mm. Right, uh, before we go on, I just want to say a big thank you to the My All Men Said members for supporting the show. As uh, My All Men Said member, you get access to ad-free versions of all these main shows, plus extra shows. There was uh, recently a show on more detail about uh, Villa's uh, upcoming new sponsors, and also there'll be uh, mad few listener Q&A sessions coming out as well in the next few days. I'll do all the shout-outs for new members in the next main show, so please go to the My Men Said website and click on the members link to join us as a member there. Also, sorry, you also get access to uh, Match Club, our internal hub, inner circle, 24-7 get-together, Villa get-together, mm-hmm. plus other things as well that we discuss. Please do follow uh, the My Old Man Said podcast on all social media, at My Old Man Said. And don't forget to follow on whatever podcast app you are listening to, uh, especially uh, Apple and Spotify. Right, after two weeks off, let's get down to Villa Park. Let's do this. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.